Hello, you are listening to the Buffy Rewatch abridged version, uh, roundtable specifically from the screening and lecture series, which is hosted at Vox Populi Gallery in Philadelphia throughout the month of October in the year 2015. Each Sunday, we are featuring a season of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where we screen select episodes uh, paired with a lecture held within Buffy Academia, followed by a roundtable discussion where the lecturers from throughout the screening series discuss topics related to the episodes that were screened that day and the season as a whole. This week, we are listening to the roundtable for season three, where we focus primarily on the theme of love and lust. Followed by that, we have a Q&A with our wonderful audience. So let's give a listen, and thank you for tuning in. We'll be updating with a fresh podcast every week in October till we close this event series in November. We hope you, the Buffyverse, enjoy our discussion. Uh, <laughs> it should get really, really good. Um, and we'll try as much as... And, and the baby left, so we're, we're good. Oh, the, baby, the baby's not here? Okay, yeah. <laughs> How cute was it when the baby cried with the other babies? Yeah. Okay. That was great. It's like my people. <laughs> it appealed to his interests. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, in any case, this roundtable is actually today going to be led by James Myers and Ann Cornell. They're, this is their roundtable today. Um, I just want to do a quick intro to the other lecturers who are here today that are partaking in the round table. So we have James Myers on the end here, and um, and we have Megan Carr, uh, she, she did a season two lecture with John McCabe. Um, our season five lecturer uh, is Lynn Dorwalt, who's right here. Uh, Homemade King is right next to me, and she'll be doing season four next week. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. It's so good. Yes. One of the best. One of the best. Episodes. What? I didn't remember you saying it. Yes, I did say it. Yeah. Okay. I'm still riding on the wave of your applause. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's how you get. I'm sorry. Um, and me. My name's Beth Highland. Hi, everyone. And I did season one. Um, and today I'm cosplaying as a minion. I did not graduate high school officially, so graduation day was my initiation to become a vampire. <laughs> and then, uh, and then you turned me. That's and, then, yes, and then I turned Megan. Is I'm her sire, so that's why I look cooler than her. Um, <laughs> it was intentional. It's all part of the backstory. Yes, yeah, totally fine. It's fine. She's okay with it. Um, <laughs> okay, so. Thanks. In any case, welcome. And this part of the uh, the roundtable discussion is recorded. We're we're, we're also um, hosting a podcast for the roundtables for this rewatch, and officially it is on iTunes now. It's called the Abridged Buffy Rewatch. So if you want to give a listen or tell your friends about it, that would be great. And you can find us that way. And then also, I'm not sure, we're doing the audience's Q&A with us with this roundtable, right? Sure. Yeah, so, okay, so, so we'll be talking and discussing. We figured you'd have some opinions. Yeah. We want to hear from everyone, So, but we'll get started with, with us. We're, the, we're leading this, so, okay. Um, sure. Do you want to tell them why we took this topic? The party's starting now, yeah. <laughs> so, well, we started uh, as we're doing our research and we're talking about the different uh, relationships and you know uh, themes of the season, and we discussed the uh, Willow and Xander dalliance. And James said it was pretty much classic love versus lust, where when you're a teenager and your hormones are ricocheting all over the place, 
things are a much bigger deal and things that you feel are actual true love or in fact just you being a teenager and thinking that this is ultimately you know your one destiny or the best person you could ever meet but it's really just your hormones telling you like yeah let's do it but, oh yeah 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 i disagreed with that in the willow and xander case so yeah big surprise anyone who listens to our podcast that we disagreed and debated on this for a while so i went and um Ironically, after Bane Candy, I had to uh, actually pick up my dad, who was out drinking. So he, you know, <laughs> like, I know, I'm a kid, and like, I have to go. Did your dad make out with anybody? Uh, I don't know, as far as I know. Some of the guys from work, uh, you know, I don't judge, but yeah. <laughs> so I'm driving and I'm thinking about the conversation we just had, and I start to realize the different um, relationships and things that have unfolded through season three. I was like, damn it, James is right. There's lots of things. Oh, I'm right? You're right. <laughs> I mean, I knew I was right, yeah, but this right. is a rare occasion when Anne thinks I'm right about something. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's why yeah. we decided this would be a good topic, because this was something we argued about for a good 45 minutes, apparently yeah. until you had a revelation yeah. that I was right. Yeah, I can still argue about Willow and Xander I, just being we, I got plenty lost, of... I, but, yeah. I'll back you up on that. Thank right. you, yes. You, you think it is strictly lost. Got, James was more in the it's lost and not love. I feel like there's a few more things feeding into that. I, I would say you would have to define love. And I'm sure other people have different definitions for what love is. But what I see on screen there with, with Xander and Willow... Yes, they're friends. Yes, they have a deep abiding love in their friendship, but that's not the playing footsie under the table while Cordelia is not looking. That's lost. Yeah, I think their hormones finally like put it into overdrive, but I think that there was a lot of stuff there. The fact that Willow actually was attracted to Xander and carrying a torch for him for like several years prior to sure. that, it was almost like Xander got on the same page. And there's a, actually, there's a scene saying, I want to yeah. point out that I really like between <coughs> Willow and Xander, and it's um, coming, the season uh, premiere for season two, where they're in the graveyard, and they're talking about how Buffy was at her dad's over the summer, or whatever, and they're eating ice cream, and then so ensues the lustful scene between, you know, exactly. Willow eating an ice cream cone seductively in front of Xander, and they nearly kiss, and it is such a hot scene. Um, and then that's it for season two. Like we get, we get that little like, oh, they these two characters like, and obviously Willow is so in love with Xander. Okay, that's love, and Xander I feel like is more lustful towards Willow. But I feel like in that scene, that's a hot scene. Sorry. I yeah. No, I no, completely I agree. And that's a really great example of kind of almost like the build. I don't know if that was necessarily Joss Whedon's intention. I mean, like, fairly yeah. plans really far Did you think ahead, that was something Marvel Studios made him put in? To... Yes, I think they did. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, this is not sexy. Enough. We're going to get cross nerdy with this <laughs> yeah. stuff. So. Absolutely. That was yeah. the Ultron moment. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. But no, this is something that is that runs through this entire series. It's not just Xander and Willow. We saw it in Band Candy. Does anyone think Joyce and Giles are getting together if we don't throw teenage lusty hormones into that mix? No. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, spoilers for anyone who's just now. They did it. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> on, on, on the, the cop car. car. Yeah. On the cop car. And he was well, like a stevedore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> What's a stevedore? Well, stevedore, well, I looked this up. I looked up what a stevedore is. Those are the guys who. Yeah, they're on a boat. Right, they're oh, they're on a dock and they're unloading a they're, boat. They unload the boats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
very and efficiently. Joyce calls actually Joyce calls Xander that in his lustful dream and restless. It's true. But then he oh. corrects her and says, "I'm a comfortador." Comfortador. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like so cute. I love that. So that's my point. This okay. is the theme that is through this whole thing, and it, but it's also a theme that's in everyone's life. Think about it. How many of you had significant others in high school who you said you absolutely were convinced you loved that person? Uh, right. Are you married to that person now? Are you with that person? Do you still talk to them? Right. Yeah. Like that probably wasn't love. That was probably hormones and lust. So it seems like it seems like moving from lust to love is kind of like a growth part of one of the, the growth products. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Like that that's my oh, point is that yeah. making that distinction, finding that realization when you getting beyond being a teenager and thinking that everyone you think is cute and you want to make out with is someone you love. Yeah. That is absolutely a transition point to adulthood. And that's something that not even many adults get to for a very long time. Because we're just stupid people. <laughs> Ruled by the downstairs parts yeah. for a lot of things. Well, so, speaking of kind of stupid people. <laughs> yes. Xander. Right? Uh, yeah. That's, yes. Who I, who I love. But Xander uh, kind of like reaches this, this point. In an upcoming episode, which will not be named to avoid spoilers, where he kind of like... <laughs> we have spoilers. Yeah, yeah whatever. it's already Whatever, it's the Zeppa. But, yeah. Where he, he goes from a very lusty... You know, I mean, Xander is just like, it's all about sex with Xander up until this point, and including in, in the Zeppa when he has sex with Faith. Um, until kind of this point in the Zeppa where he, he reaches a kind of calm, almost zen-like state where he's not thinking about sex, where he's, he's able to kind of handle this, this problem in a very logical way. And I, I think we, we kind of watch Xander move from lusty Xander to, I don't know about love, but at least logical Xander in that episode. We maybe see Xander have a little brush with adulthood. Yes, yeah. maturity. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and that happens a lot, like I said, throughout these, especially in season three. Mm-hmm. A lot throughout this whole series. I'm sure... Well, the whole Buffy and Angel arc is about their lust and love for That is... A, right. Like, so that's another... I am back. firmly in the camp of that is teenage infatuation. Really? They're not true. Absolutely. That's not true. That is true love. Oh, my God. Buffy and Angel is true love. Buffy and Angel is true love. Yeah. I actually... I agree with you, James. Because... And the reason why oh, is because... Yeah. No, I think is this gonna break down on gender lines? It might, it might, but I think that I think that Buffy and Angel have a moment, uh, a whole thing of true love, and that true There's love. There's a lot is, of murmuring out there. Right? I know, I know. I know. Yeah, feel free to jump in on this. There's a mic right there. But wait, but wait. I think Angel and Buffy express their love each other when they say, "You know what? We suck as a couple. Goodbye." That is maturity. But, but I would point out, if you love something, set it free. That is. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what yeah, I'm saying. I mean, feel like Buffy's cookie was not baked yet. No. Okay? And no. Why. She was unbaked <laughs> cookie. Had, yeah. No. Like, did you see her driving? Yeah. Oh my goodness. She's like underneath the. But he will never perfect happiness after that. Yeah, that's true. Angel's true love. Well, I would point out that moving on was Angel. The, the much, much, much older, probably had dealt with some adult things. About 228 years sure. older. Sure, it took the adult to realize, oh, 
I, this is not really a good thing. And he needed a push from Joyce, too. Joyce came to his house and said, what are your intentions for my daughter? Basically, sure. like, what are you doing? <laughs> I wouldn't fuck with Joyce. No, you don't fuck you don't. You're not Giles. No, well. Sadly, no. No, I'm with, I'm with Beth on the unbaked cookie thing, which is that... It's not. It's not that Buffy and Angel don't aren't a good pair, and that they don't have these wonderfully sort of foil-like complementary qualities. Like there, there's something there, but it's all about timing, right? It's not just you know this sort of like abstract ideal of your soulmate. It's about timing, and Buffy has all this stuff that she has to work through before she's gonna be ready for a relationship. Yeah. Um, with the Willow and Xander thing. Um, I want to bring up two of my favorite episodes in this season, which is The Wish and Doppelgangland, where you have the, like, it's a wonderful life alternative universe. What if Buffy had never been the Slayer? And sure. Will and Xander become vampires? And they are, am I right, a couple in that yes. weirdo alternate universe, which is a really dystopic universe. It's like the not the way things were not supposed to go. And in the real world, they're, they're friends. They're like childhood friends. They're better as friends. But that almost makes my point. When they're vampires, when they don't have souls, that's when they couple up, and that's mm -hmm. that's got to be that's pure lust-driven. Yeah. yeah. So that's not love either. Yeah. And the first time they do feel attraction I'm, to I'm each other, a lot, is when a lot of murmuring. <laughs> well, There's a mic, people. Yeah. yeah, you can. Don't feel compelled to I'm murmur. Get out and yell at me if I'm you want. That is another oh, that is that is I don't think Spike and Drew. You think Spike and Drew's soul was love? Yes. It was, of course it was. It, it was, was love. That was love. Two soul left him for a chaos yeah, demon. <laughs> Have you seen one of those things? They the chaos think demon. of humanity. Remember that? Come on, man. The judge couldn't touch them. They were in love. Spike. That's true. Spike. the moment. No. I, no, I, I, is I that, think is that scene in like three when Spike points out to Angel and Buffy that they'll never be friends? Yes, yeah. yeah. he's the mayor. He is informed in love, which is yeah. confusing because he is a demon and doesn't yeah, have a And let's face love, it, right? he's a total psychopath, okay? Yeah. yeah. He is. Like, but, yeah. Isn't the vampire I mean, version of love? Is it like we're coming at this from our human Is there a vampire version so, of love? Apparently. It's Spike and Drew. Think, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think I think putting on more human aspects onto Joss, putting more human emotions into the vampires was him modern modernizing yes, the vampire. Yes, but the judge it, says about Spike and Drusilla that they reek of humanity. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I just have a higher standard for love. Than... But again, this goes back to like, what do you define as love? They would have a definition. And no, not Webster. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean the Webster one. Okay, yes, yes, come on up. Yes, come on. Come on. We just Here. pretend to know. And also, yeah. you, <laughs> please let us know your name, and you can Hi. make up a name. Uh, my name is Marianne. Hi, nice Hi. to you. Uh, so, I recently just rewatched season seven, and the episode where Spike is sired, and it's the flashback of his mm -hmm. mother. I always pictured, I guess after seeing that season, I always pictured their relationship through the lens that Drusilla then became his mother, so they had like sort of an edible mm -hmm. kind of love. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you guys have thoughts on that. No, um, that's a good yeah. point yes. though. But is that is that like Spike is likes, that a real... Spike likes his women we... to hurt him, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean <laughs> definitely he's that into the Every once in a while yeah. that's a cool thing, but like I'm just 
<laughs> Does anyone remember the name of the poem that he writes in the last episode it's of Angel? It's Fulgent, I don't know. No, it no, is isn't Fulgent, but the other one. It's The Wanton Folly of My Mom. <laughs> that's the name of the poem? That's the name of the poem. The Wanton Folly of My Mom. I just, I, I think I threw up a little bit that's in my mouth. It's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's disturbing. Yeah. But that's, I mean, like, that's, I guess that's my point, is that this, this whole series can't pin down love or lust and it gets all mixed in and it's it highlights the whole situation of like coming to adulthood and trying to figure out where is it lust where is it love not that you can't like traffic in lust for a while too but to call it love just seems ridiculous and childish so who loves each other yeah because Oz Oz loves Willow yeah absolutely I'll give Oz a Willow Oz is like the best boyfriend in the entire world. Sure. But then in season oh four, it's well, too perfect, lust with, with yeah, in season four, he hooks up with, with his uh, girl. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Right. Uh, I think that a lot of, I think that you can't have love without what's wanting, what's best for the other person at the expense of yourself. Absolutely. I don't think there's a lot of characters in this show that, or in real life, or in my life, we need to find this girl up. Yeah. I think Oz is one of those characters because he does want the, what's best for Willow at the expense of himself, at least when they are when they initially together. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think Angel, Angel. is also a character yeah. like, who feels that way for Buffy, but I'm not sure that I can think of another example in the show of like, like Sp when Spidey wants to be with Drusilla, he wants it for himself. He mm -hmm. wants it for yeah. her. When Buffy wants to be with Angel, she wants it for herself, not for him. So. I think the only characters that actually have love are the ones that recognize that it might not be healthy for them to be with the other person. So I don't think there's any happy couples that are really... In the show yeah. or ever, yeah. are you yeah. saying yeah. there are no happy couples that are... At this point, I would say both. <laughs> <laughs> Love is 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 selflessness all the time, though. I, I think that, that love is is a compromise. I think that Willow and Tara are a great example of love, and and you know Tara well, comes Tara, more Tara for comes Willow, though. well, yeah, that's true. But Tara comes to a point where she breaks up with Willow because she has to, but that doesn't mean she doesn't love Willow, right? Um, I think they're a great example of a, of a very loving couple in the show. Do you agree with this? Absolutely. Okay. All right. <laughs> I realize I'm coming they up as the guy who doesn't believe in love. <laughs> I would argue that I'm the guy that raises well, love up a little about? higher than some of you other people. <laughs> what about what okay. about Spike's love for Buffy? Yeah. So that, I was about is to that, say love? that Let's do Spike's yeah. redemption, I, I, but we're getting into I season feel like six that's and too, seven. Too far. It, oh, yeah, yeah. I was but like, it is a good point, like to yeah. talk about Spike's redemption <laughs> and how. Is that an expression for love for Buffy? Even though he, as a demon with no soul, like uh, completely violated her in the absolutely worst way. Yeah. But it, it forced him to get his soul back as yeah. you know a form of trying to make up, make amends, or amends like the amends episode in season three. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Which we won't be watching. Yeah. We won't be. We well, wait, is that the one? Watch wait, every we're episode. probably lucky we're not doing that. Wait, is that the one with the snow at the end? Yes. Oh my god. That's yeah. The yeah, that's. It's the Christmas episode for Buffy, which I guess is in the kids' way. And the snow way. looks yeah. like um, bubbles, um, like laundry soap. Yeah. 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 It's people in California. They don't know yeah. what snow looks like. You know, yeah. we can look at it. And um, but it is, it, it is, as 
back on topic, uh, Angel's expression of love for Buffy within that episode, I feel. You know, and I'll, I'll give him props, but there's also, I mean, he's a little bit obsessive too, let's not forget. Uh, he's been stalking her for years before he Yeah, that. like, come I mean, on, yeah. he's kind of creepy. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, yeah, he's a predator. I have a question for Anne, actually. All right, oh. go um, for it, yeah. So, you talked about rites of passages and, and that kind of thing. Do you think that the mayor and Faith love each other? Gosh, okay. Oh, talk so, about I know. <laughs> no, I, I, think, I don't mean like that. Yeah, I don't mean like sugar daddy kind of love. Uh, I mean well, love. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think, yes, because actually, and I had actually just uh, rewatched Consequences before I uh, uh-huh. left to come here this morning. So, um, and she actually, you know, it's like, thanks, sugar daddy. And he's like, no, no, I'm a family man. And right. like, it was, yeah. like, it was definitely more of like a, you know, mirror and messed up version, I think, of the Giles Buffy relationship as the mayor and Faith. And I think you see that through several episodes and even toward, I think, it was both parts of graduation and that's the one thing they said that could make him upset is that when he mm-hmm. saw Faith yeah. in the hospital, you know, she was just yeah. completely um, wrecked and that was the one thing that got him upset and that was how Buffy taunted him and got him to wind himself through the library or the school into the library. So like, his love was the end of him. Yes. Right. But exactly. again we're ta- that's now that we're talking like father daughter fam- familial love rather yeah. than romantic love. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. Outside um, of fan fiction. But that's also yeah. oh god, is there <laughs> I was about to ask, is there fan fiction of the marriage faith? <laughs> and I'm sure there is fan fiction. Can we just say no to that? Can yeah. we just pretend there's not? <laughs> you just want to sleep better at night thinking yeah. there is not yeah. any of that. I don't right. think it exists. I'll mm-hmm. look it. No. no, it totally exists. All right, uh, now put it on the screen. Guys, <laughs> all right, Topless Robot, I don't know if anyone's visited that website, they have Fan Fiction Fridays and they find the most messed up fan fiction that exists. There is Cars fan fiction. There is Muppets what? fan fiction. Yes. Cars? Yes. Well, yes. We, were, <laughs> we were obsessed with Tanya Harding fan fiction. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's perfect. Probably, like, that's probably good. Yeah, there's every kind of fan fiction out there. That never has to be a question. Yeah, what is it? Are we ready to Topless Robot? We're Topless Robot, yeah. Fan Fiction Fridays, yeah. They use a lot of the... What is it, like, sliders? Where, like, the exploding head, Jeff? There's a lot of these. Oh, yeah. So, let's take a question. What do you guys talking about? Yeah, do we have anybody that has comments or feelings about this? I've written that fan fiction. I know! Microphone. Microphone, Ripper. Yeah. Get it. It's okay. Ripper. Oh, it's, it's Ripper. Ripper. It's Ripper. Yeah. <laughs> Backtracking a little bit back to the original question, or early question about Xander and Willow love lust. Um, in Doppelgangland, you know, like the joke at the end when when Angel makes the comment about like like Willow says something about like oh like, like I think I'm getting right she was picking up on and her being um, sure. right. but in in Angel makes the comment well your vampire self is kind of and like and then they cut that off so I mean going back to that like if Xander and and Willow are a couple as vampires and your vampire self is kind of really, like, like, of your real self. Oh, damn. Like, yeah. are, are we getting into binary yeah. sexuality now? Is that the... Well, yeah. I think... Yeah. So, any thoughts on, like, if, yeah. so if Vampire Xander and Vampire Willow are a couple, and your vampire self is, is that not the joke to the future about, like, like the relationship in the future of Willow and Tara? Oh, it absolutely... I feel like that is an absolute foreshadowing, but it's also, like, I... It's 
just an acknowledgement that Willow is probably a little bit more fluid sexually than, you know, I I, well, I don't think we have to like fall in the binary here. It's I, not I, you're I, either one or the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. I think it's also about vampire families. I mean, look at look at Spike, Drew, Darla, and Angel, right? Who are a family in terms of grandsires, sires, mothers, fathers, and they all have sex with each other. And that's just the way they function, right? And I think that Xander and Willow have a very sibling-oriented relationship. And as vampires, eh, maybe that kind of crosses that line. Because they're vampires, right? So it goes beyond just stealing your doll when you're five. Yeah, and the broken yellow crayon, too. <gasps> oh, yeah, <laughs> Sorry. I feel like Stay tuned. The show has been all about incest yeah, now. Yeah, I, I like John's point that like vampire kinship has different rules. Yeah, Something exactly. Like yeah. Yeah. I also think that Willow and Xander, there's an element of sort of convenience and safety because they're both in relationships that are scary. Yeah. And what is more thrilling than like kind of finding a judgment-free zone for you to like practice on? Right. Like, I think yeah. that is in. I'm not. I'm not speaking from personal experience. Gene. No, I'm, just, I, I'm telling you. I'm, you, I, I'm just saying I'm just that, like, like you, you, you know, think Willow's Xander and Willow are practicing. Willow's in her like first relationship, basically, and like what that might be really scary. So like it's kind of natural for Xander's her to fall safer. back on a safer sort of long time crush. Sure, that's all. And Xander's relationship is not safe. Xander's relationship with Cordelia exactly. is oh, that's abusive. lust. That's well, it's lust, no, and it's also abusive. She's. She's terrible to him. Yeah. So it's natural for him to, to kind of return to the He's terrible too, to her, too, though. He's, He's terrible to her, right too. right back at her. Yes. That was just my thought that I already told you last night over Settlers of Catan. Perfectly. In case you weren't clear about how big of a nerd we are. Um, well, also, I want to talk about, what about the music that plays every time there's a Willow and Xander moment? Guitar. It's very romantic. <laughs> they have that is your definition of romantic <laughs> music? obviously make a point in the score that right. every time they have a moment together it's romanticized it's it, yeah. it, it's kind of ridiculous in a way when you like isolate it and think about it also xander's shoes being untied when they were playing footsies i just thought that was so xander it was cute but um in that way it's kind of confusing because it's so romanticized each moment they have together i'm talking specifically in band candy which we just right. watched. Why well, are you saying Joss wants us to think that this is it's, love? Or? Yeah, I mean, in a way, it's confusing to me as a viewer. I feel like it's romanticized, right. like we want to see them together. I don't know if it's supposed to be like we're just supposed well, to see that are you through their perspective. Xander and Willow? She, I don't know. I, no, I do like Xander and Willow. I, yes, I totally ship Xander and Willow. I think it's Absolutely. Opposite. Although, but Oz is like, Oz is like, I love Oz and Willow, and so I think I'm more that, but I'm just saying. I'm just pointing out little things, and, and like that is a point. I mean, the writers are, you know, they put that melodrama, that music behind with yeah. every scene. But it's, I think, just think it's the opposite. It's like the more subtle version of what Cordy and Xander get when they first kiss. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like the strings and the orchestra. Which continues yeah. into season three. Yeah. Like that, that music does. Also, speaking of love and, and like whatever lust, why do, uh, Angel always has a fire going in the, in the fireplace. Yeah, I know. I was like, every scene in He knows what he's doing. Yeah, the romantic side sheet right. and like he's got the mind. He's going to surprise her. He's a vampire. He's cold. 
But he's always so he's sweaty. He's always so sweaty. Yeah, he's so sweaty. Actually, and we will get in the Zeppo coming up. There's, a, there's up. a fireplace angel Buffy scene that is really That's, hilarious. Oh, yeah, coming yeah. 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 So yeah. get ready for that. Angel's Mellow just drama. a romantic guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did we miss yeah. any topics? Did, did, did anyone I mean, feel a ship they want to reference? We, or? we have like we could do eight more minutes. So well, okay. no, I I, I I want to get Amber in as quickly as possible, oh, so okay. we can get. Okay. But uh, I yeah, I feel like we got to the end of this. Somebody oh, somebody else might have Please a question get, for us. Hello. Hi, Greg. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> really a pleasure to be here. My name's Greg. Uh, big big Hi, time Greg. fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer the program. <laughs> <laughs> really sorry I missed. Last week, uh, I was out of town. That's okay. We're here now, I kind of feel like I want to know who you all lust for and love as a pretty viewer. In the show? I like Angel or whoever you are. If you imagined you were somebody in the Buffy universe watching. Everyone in the Buffy universe lusts and love for each other. But who would you do or not do? <laughs> who, who, who would you play? Yeah. Who would you? Uh, that is an excellent, that is an excellent question. 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 Share, share it. It is personal. It's very personal. Um, oh, I got no problem with personal. A millisecond. If you have a problem with personal, just don't. I have a feeling I would. I would definitely be going for like you know nerdy Willow. Like wanting to do the nerd out, let's watch TV and on the couch. But I also know personally about myself that yeah, crazy people like the crazy one. Yeah, I already I was actually considered Silla. Yeah, crazy. That's usually what I usually get myself into. Maybe the murder is enough. Well, can kill me too. Like, is that just like an accomplishment? It's like I've had sex and I lived. It's like you know, a little bit. Of I don't think that's my motivation, <laughs> but I. Oh I'm just saying I recognize that about myself. Yeah. All right. Do you have any? Yeah. Uh, Pretty much. I know. Your love and yeah. love. Yeah. Okay, that's good. So, all right. I guess <laughs> probably going back to like when I first started because it's weird because um I think among the presenters we've kind of had like a little bit of conversation about this character and as you get older you kind of realize like. There's a few things that are messed up and not really healthy. So I guess you could say, like, in the lust, I definitely, especially in uh, teenagers, had more of a crush on Xander. And, you know, his physique's okay. We've all seen the swimming episode. Yeah, we saw him after, you know, in the afterglow with Faith. Military. Yeah, yeah. man. And exactly. Yep. You know, wore way too much man jewelry, but, you know. <laughs> it was the time. It was the that 90s. Was you did, it was the 90s. It all did that. But, yeah. Love, I would definitely have to go with Oz, though, because, I mean, just like a very cool, chill guy. Like, I approve of Oz. Very, I do. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's why I take people for your approval. But, right. yes. <laughs> but, yeah. Oz, I think, is definitely, probably, as long as, you know, he doesn't meet any other female singers, it's, you know, he's one for the long haul, I think, so. What was the question again? Yeah. Who do really? you love? <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Uh, of course, Lust. Spike because yeah. <laughs> because because and, and I'm in it I'm in it for the long game so I go with Xander 
definitely the right age to see swim fan so I would agree with that but <laughs> Giles oh. Oh. so much? Yeah. yeah. Like your dad. I don't know. So there's that. Um, but no, I, I mean, I think it's like the angel-spike sort of dichotomy is like the love-lust thing personified, because it's like mm-hmm. Buffy, you know, it's in Buffy's world anyway. It's like angel is the like tortured, romantic, like dark, brooding, handsome, like, grounded, uh, whereas like spike is like pure, just like passion and like intensity and like S&M, like, yeah. S&M, that's, so that's right. That's what I heard. That was what I took away from that. Yeah. I, I mean, I, yeah, lust for me is like all, I mean, come on. Oh my goodness. What about when Buffy's invisible and she like rips his shirt off? Like that scene there, that's like lust for me right there. Um, and but yeah, I do think Spike's a psycho, so I couldn't actually date him. And my boyfriend would be Oz. Oz is like, yeah. he's, he's like the sweetest and he like, the way he like, Lust for Willow from afar all the time and says little cute comments like here and there about how wonderful she is. I mean, that's the kind of boyfriend a girl wants, or whatever. Right. Um, so yeah, I would say lust after Spike, love Oz. I feel bad for ignoring Oz just because he's so short. Like I don't know. Oz gets plenty. Of, Oz does not need you. Oz gets plenty of Oz. Me and Ann and high five. Oz is doing fine without you. Right there. But I same height as I am, so I'm like, okay, okay with that. I, I might tower over him, yeah. but I'm, I'm comfortable with that. Right. <laughs> anyway, so all okay. of this leads very nicely into the episode we were going to watch next, which is the, all of this all of this love and lust business, because we get to see a little bit of lust, although we could argue Xander might think it's a little bit of love. He does later. But we see a little bit of lust in the Zeppo. Um, so Xander learns just because you, right. get, you know you do it doesn't mean it's not love. <laughs> it's not love. Um, so go hit the bathroom, refresh your drinks. Yeah. We'll break this down. Do the Come back. We'll get right into the Zeppo. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, everybody.